All right, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois, and it's time for the Monday Mukbang. Thanks, everybody, for making it to the new time slot that we're going to try out for a little while. Trying it out today for the first time uh, on April 26, 2021. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for making the adjustment, uh, making the time for me today. I, I always appreciate it. I actually appreciate it today because I know... We've gotten into some like routines and stuff and we've gotten used to the 3 p.m., but we'll try the 1 o'clock for today. Everyone listening to this on the podcast, hopefully it's not affecting you guys too much uh, and you're still getting this the same way that you normally might on the audio-only version because there's usually a bit of a delay in terms of when you can get it anyway. So hopefully it's still working out for you guys. Hopefully you guys are having good runs out there today. And everyone watching on YouTube after the fact, hopefully you were if you were trying to make it on, uh, to the live, hopefully you were able to make it. We'll do it again tomorrow just to make sure we're, we're seeing how it goes. And... Let's take a look now and see uh, who made it. Chris Yao says, I'm eating now. So if you're ready to witness the mukbang, uh, Singanas at the new bat time on the same bat channel. Awesome. Awesome. I, I did think that the the Monday mukbangs might uh, go a little bit better if it's closer to lunchtime too. At least for me, it'll be lunchtime. So like, you know, but today it's not lunch food. I did eat lunch already a little earlier. I probably shouldn't have, but I did. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Jeff says, uh, I've got a 2 p.m. Eastern meeting, so I'll be with you all in spirit and catching up later. Well, sorry about that, Jeff, but hopefully we'll, uh, you'll enjoy it uh, after the fact. Philip says, yo, what's going on, fellow Capucians? Reporting in after successful LASIK today. Yeah, you had a lot of stuff going on in the past couple of days, Philip. Uh, and LASIK today, still a bit cloudy vision, but it's only been five hours. I think it takes a little bit of time, so I think you'll, you'll be all right. Kiefer says, get to the chapa. Yeah, we got to get there. And Christian Schrobinger, what's going on? Christian says, yo, what's going on? Awesome. Kiefer just got the new Vaporfly Next Percent 2. Nice. Very nice. Is that available in the U.S. yet? I haven't been keeping tabs on that one. But I thought that, like, I thought it was already out for a long time. But then, like, people were talking about how they weren't able to get them yet in the U.S. So I'm not sure what the status is there. But all right, Kiefer. Glad you got yours. Recycle on Wednesday says, hi, everyone. And Kevin Bickerton says, hey, hi, Kofuzi. All right. Madhu says, what's up from Virginia, everybody? Mike, do you have any updated thoughts on your video about lifetime shoe miles and injury prevention? Um, I don't have any updates on that in terms of lifetime shoe miles. I, But I'm working on it because I realized in 2019 or 2020, I didn't take any shoes to the 300 mile mark. I think I took zero shoes to the 300 mile mark. So this year I'll try to take one, if not two. I think I'm gonna take the Invincible to 300 to see how that fares. And I'm thinking I might take the Mach 4 to 300 miles as well, just because people are pretty concerned about the durability on that one. And I do really like the Mach 4 a lot. So we'll, we'll see on that. Um, but like in terms of like shoes and injury prevention, I, I do think that I gladly would leave 25, 50, even 100 miles in a shoe uh, at the expense of like, oh, I don't want to like go over on a shoe when I should be running in it. I'd rather leave some miles in it for the sake of just being easier on my joints and helping me to stay injury free. So that's kind of, I guess, the same. All right. Let me, um, I'll, I'll keep saying hi to everyone that's in here. But uh, I do want to go over what we've got for the Monday mukbang today. Today, we're going to be trying something new, something that I've been looking at for a while. And yesterday, when my daughter uh, kind of crashed the live stream with some of her applesauce, it made me think, all right, we've got to get some of that in and try it for today. So I got a sampler pack of this stuff on Amazon. It's uh, adult like baby food, right? Noka, I'm not familiar with the brand at all, but they sell a nice six pack of flavor. So I've got six flavors of these. I'm not going to eat all of them because that would be a lot of like fruit puree to eat. Well, they, they say they're plant-based smoothies, but we'll try these out. Um, all sorts of different flavors, uh, vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free and BPA free. Um, yeah. So we'll see how they are. They're all about 110, 120 calories, about 15 to 17 grams of carbs, five grams of protein, not that much salt or fat, um, a little bit of potassium. I think that would probably vary between which one you're getting, but we'll give them, we'll give it a shot. All right. Um, Avalon <laughs> Journeys is saying, hey, hey, skipping lunch for this. <laughs> awesome. Um, Jay Pelican says, all food should come in those squeeze packs. I do find them very convenient. I mean, I feel bad about like kind of like the disposableness of them, but 
uh, the packaging is quite convenient and doesn't need to be refrigerated. If you do open up and don't finish them, like I won't finish most of these today, you do get like, they say to consume within a day, but put it in the fridge. So we'll see. Um, Alex C says, hey everyone, haven't been able to watch live in months, but I like this new time. Hope I can join more in the future. Awesome, hope it works out today. I know for some of you, it's gonna be like hard. I, I know some, we'll see like after a couple of days, like, hey, who haven't we seen in a while? So we'll kind of figure that out too, just to make sure we're not missing anybody. Um, <laughs> Scott, if you want to know, will your brother with the short hair be doing a live stream at 3 p.m. Central? Uh, I mean, I guess we haven't had a reference to the alternate Bizarro Universe live stream in a while. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think that there'll be another live stream at three. <laughs> um, all right. Tony Masia says the new time is, is rough. I wonder if we'll have a new crowd. Yeah. I mean, I think that we'll, unfortunately, I do anticipate that we might lose some people. Um, that's not my goal. Uh, hopefully we'll gain some new people, but ultimately my, my overall rationale for it is it, if I can make it work with my kids schedule a little bit better, it makes it easier for me to maintain this all for on a longer term. So maybe as we go, I don't really want to switch around times a lot, but you know, maybe in the summertime it changes back to a later time. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm open. I'm open to it. All right, let's do one question before we get to some of these baby food pouches or adult fruit smoothies. They're called superfood smoothies. That's what they're called by Noka. By the way, I did buy that, all that stuff myself. So they didn't send it to me. Brett asks, does the Carbon X2 feel like the Mach 4 just with the addition of a carbon fiber plate? Wondering about the softness as I'm really liking the Mach 4. I would say yes and no. So the feeling of the upper, like the ride dynamics, it's, it's so much is, is very, very familiar. But the Mach 4 has an additional level of softness to it that the Carbon X2 doesn't have. Now, the Carbon X2 is a lot softer than the Carbon X1 if you ran in that one. So uh, it's kind of in between in terms of like the hardness uh, or I guess firmness of the foam. But there is definitely a lot of, of um, similarities to it. And it makes a lot of sense to me as like a family. Now, in, in my original kind of like Carbon X2 video, I was kind of like, or one of the Carbon X2 videos that I made, it was like, if you like the Rincon, get the, Car the, get the Rocket X. And if you like the Clifton, get the Carbon X2. I think it could also, it, it could also be like a, a triplet or a, a set of three shoes where you get the Clifton um, for your very long days and your recovery days, the Mach 4 for your everyday, and then the Carbon X2 for your workouts and races. So like that's another way that you can kind of look at that shoe. All right. If I, if I missed some of your chat um, from up earlier, I apologize. I'm going to try and stay... I'm trying to do a better job of staying on top of the, the chat today and staying kind of like with you guys. All right. This is the one, the one I was holding before is blackberry and vanilla. I, I don't like blackberry or vanilla flavored things. So I'm going to save this for a little bit later. I'm going to try and like start off with some success. There's one strawberry and pineapple. Maybe I should start out with this one because I love that. Like that's like my favorite combination of flavors. So we'll start, start with the strawberry and pineapple plant protein. Again, 17 grams carbs, five, only five milligrams of sodium five grams of protein. I'm eating all these at room temperature, by the way. So I don't know if that makes a huge difference, but I mean, it is just basically the same as like the things that my kids eat. Um, I think volume wise, it's a little bit bigger, but my kids have been eating food out of pouches, basically like from the time that they were toddlers, from like the time they were old enough to hold it without like squeezing it everywhere. And even they did, then they did squeeze it out a little bit, but now I've got an adult version. Mm, this is good. This is really good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat this whole thing. I like this a lot. It reminds me, there's almost kind of like a, a little bit of a chalkiness to it. Um, I'm getting a little bit of pineapple, but I'm getting a, lo a lot of strawberry. I'm also kind of getting an apple flavor in here somehow. Um, yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a strawberry, banana, apple, water, brown rice, protein, flaxseed, pineapple juice concentrate, lemon juice concentrate. So yeah, I'm getting a little bit of that apple. And the the texture I think is coming from banana. But it reminds me, my kids eat a, I forget what brand it is. I think it's like Earth Organics or something like that. There's a lot of Whole Foods, Sesame Street characters are on it. I think the Elmo one is strawberry, banana, uh, and yogurt. It tastes very similar to this. Really good. 
Steven Gerzov said, is it cold or room temp? It's his room temp right now, but I think if this was like cold or even like slushy, slightly frozen, that'd be real good. Mmm. <laughs> Scotty, if you want to know if these are Noka Oni Oni smoothies. No, it's Noka 1 1 smoothies. Such <laughs> uh, a terrible joke, but I love it. Yeah, I said I wasn't going to eat all these, but this one's good. Very easy to eat, that one. Super tasty. Strawberry pineapple, very good. I love it. Uh, Jay Pelicans, pouches make for good road trip food? I don't think I've ever had pouches in a road trip. I mean, I guess I have that. I've eaten the kids' applesauce. Because usually my wife will buy like three boxes of it at a time. So we'll have like 30 to 50 in our house at any given time. And once we get like too many, if they've been around for a while, I just start to get impatient. I'm like, these have been around too long. I know that like they have a really long shelf life, but then I'll just start eating them. I'm thinking if I like, you know, I, I did like the strawberry pineapple. I might, I might pack some of these along, maybe in my drop bag for that 50K strawberry set out that I'm planning on doing. Um, Scott says the only pouch food I eat are gels. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like, there was one that I had a while ago, a really long time. This was when I was up in Portland one time. So this was a long time ago. I haven't been in Portland in a long time. And uh, I was at one of the running stores, and they had a pouch that was like oatmeal in a pouch. So it was like mostly smoothie, but a little bit of oatmeal in there too to make it much more substantial, like a meal replacement. That was a weird texture. Um, but uh, I, I do kind of like the pouch. Um, it's easier to eat than like you know a cup that you open up and have to eat with like a spoon if that was like fruit or a puree or something chris says not liking blackberry vanilla is in the context of artificially flavored like gels or also dislike the real thing oh yeah i don't i don't like blackberries they're they're a weird fruit to eat my wife will buy them from time to time and like my kids like them and i'm like you guys go ahead and eat that that's gross they look weird to me they have a very weird texture when i eat them the flavor is very strange. Um, they always get in my teeth. I just don't like blackberries. And then the vanilla, I mean, I guess I, I like real vanilla. Like things that are flavored with real vanilla are nice. Uh, so I guess that's probably more in the context of artificial flavor stuff, like like yogurts. We have my, we always have vanilla yogurt in our house because my older daughter loves to just eat vanilla yogurt. And um, so sometimes I'll eat it if I run out of my yogurt, like which is just plain to eat with my granola so i'll have it then but it just tastes kind of like strangely sweet so while we're talking about it let's let's get to it the black berry and vanilla it's such a weird pairing too but the first ingredient is banana and there's apple in it so maybe i <laughs> i mean it's pretty much all the same ingredients as the last one but except for there's some blackberry and um vanilla extract so we'll see but this says this deep purple berry grows wild in the Patagonia region of Chile. It has an antioxidant capacity of up to four times higher than a blueberry. I don't really like blueberries either. So maybe that's the one we'll try next. I don't, I don't anticipate finishing this one. It's not bad. I actually kind of like it. There's like a chalky consistency to all these. I think it's the, I don't know. There's, it says there's flaxseed in here. So maybe the flaxseed and the banana are doing something weird. Or maybe the brown rice protein is making it weird. There's a little, a bit of a chalkiness to it. That's very different than like the yogurt fruit smoothies that my kids had before, which I guess there's no yogurt in this. So it's vegan. So there's no yogurt. Um, so maybe that's a big part of it, but also like the fruit, other fruit pre-rays that I've had, the ones that they come in those green pouches, there's a strawberry apple one. That's super delicious. Very, very sweet. But like the taste, it's like the consistency is like applesauce. So I, I like those too. So these are a little bit different, but yeah, I don't, I'm not going to finish it, but it's not bad. Much better than I thought I would, it would be. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Um, TV76 says, my wife. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I will think that's funny forever, I think. I know, I know, I know that people will like, get tired of that real fast, but not me. Um, all right. 
Chris Dyke says, toying with the idea of a running coach just to get faster. What are others' experiences? I don't need help with running consistency, just fine-tuning workouts to maximize potential. Yeah, I think that could be, um, that could help. You know, I think that uh, I've had I've had only one experience as like an adult of having a running coach. And it was really nice to have someone else like write the workouts uh, and have someone to check in with and just kind of bounce ideas off of. So I did really enjoy that. And I felt like I got, I mean, that's after that training session, we were training for the marathon, but I was able to knock a significant amount of time off my half marathon PR with that training. So, you know, it, it definitely it helps. It definitely helps. Um, I keep thinking about like, is this a year I should get a running coach? But I'm like, no, because they're just going to tell me to not do stuff, <laughs> not do stuff. Like don't sign up for a marathon and then a, a 50K within a two week period of each other. You know, they're going to tell me stuff like that. And I'm just like, I'm just going to run a lot so I could test shoes and go to races and run with other people. And, you know, and like, I'm not really, I'm not going to worry about time until we get to like August or September. So that's for now, I'm just having a lot of fun or I'm going to try to have a lot of fun. Uh, all right. Oh, Chandler Rodriguez says, my kid loves the Noka pouches. Yeah, I have to check with my, uh, my wife usually does a lot of the checking for like, you know, even if the ingredient list is clean, you know, she does research on the companies and she's on like some Facebook, like allergy moms group, something like that, where they have like secret information of some sort where they find out if like people have good uh, manufacturing practices or not. It looks like my daughter could eat these too. So that might be something right up her alley because I think she's like over kind of like the kitty ones, but I don't know. Maybe, I'm, maybe she's not. All right. We were talking about blueberry. So let's do the blueberry one next. Um, all right. So with the blueberry, blueberry and beets. So like something like I'm like ambivalent about most of the time versus something that I love. I love my beets. So uh, I think this one's gonna be good. But this deep purple berry, wait, it says blueberry, but it says the same thing on the back. Oh, okay, it has Mackie berry in it. That's the berry that grows in Patagonia. Cause I was like, this is the same thing as the blackberry. But no, they're talking about Mackie berry. And I'm reading it off the back. It says this like purple berry, Mackie. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's in all of these, I think. I guess that's what makes it a superfood smoothie. But this one has more sugar, 19 grams of sugar, um, zero. I don't think any of these have any added sugar. All these have zero added sugar. All the sugars are natural or whatever, like the fruits providing. And then uh, five grams of protein again. So let's try this one. Blueberry and, let's see. I, hmm. This one's good. This one's very sweet. I can... I mean, I, I'm not like I can taste the sugar. It's not so much like that, but there's um, a quicker sweetness to it right away. The last one, the the blackberry one, that one, it kind of like my, my tongue was like, what is this at first? This one, yeah, I got it right away. Lots of flavor instantly. Pretty good. I like it. I don't really taste like any beets to it, but that might be a good way for some people to get some beets in. Tasty, tasty. Um, Chris, where did that go? Um, well, I'll find it later. Um, oh, here it is. Chris says, oh my, I grew up picking fresh blackberries off the vine and coming back inside with a face and finger stayed in the evidence. Oh, that sounds fun though. It sounds super pleasant. Um, the house that we were staying out in Guttenberg had a raspberry patch in the back, I want to say. Unfortunately, none of the raspberries were ripe for us to eat. Raspberries I do enjoy, but they just go rotten so fast. It's so frustrating. Um, so that gets kind of annoying. And then once once the raspberries are like even a little bit bruised or even thinking about being bruised, I'm just like, nope, I don't want, I don't want to touch it. That's kind of how I am with like bananas. Uh, I guess I'm just not very good at eating fruit. Maybe that's what it is. Um... Scott says, if you do eat blueberries, it's recommended to get organic. The way I always kind of try to approach it is if it's something where I eat the peel, you know, or I eat the fruit, like the whole fruit, then I try to get organic if I can. Um, if it's something where I'm peeling the fruit, then I tend to not care as much. Like oranges and clementines and that kind of thing, I don't 
tend to mind as much. But if I'm going to like eat like the whole fruit, you know, then, then I worry a little bit more. But I think for the most part, I try to get organic fruits. That's my goal. Um, all right. Luis wants to know how many carbs does it have? These all have like between 14 and 19 carbs, but most of them are around like 14 or 15, I think. Mm, all right. Will Gravel says, Cub, you thought about a time goal for Chicago 2021 yet? No pressure, just wondering where your head's at. Yeah, I'm thinking um, I'm going to try to make a, make a run at three hours at CIM, which will be in December, about um, just shy of two months after Chicago. So I'm thinking for Chicago, I'm probably going to run with my running buddy. And so it'll be whatever kind of like he's, he's shooting for. I, you know, he just got his second vaccine uh, last weekend. So... Um, We'll be circling up. I mean, I guess, I mean, we can always talk, but, but before then, but we'll probably go for a long, we're going to go for a long run, uh, once he hits that like two week mark and we'll probably talk a lot about it over there. He, he's asked to, for me to help him put together like a, a training plan. And I think for him, it's really just to be a matter of, dude, you just got to make sure you run regularly. Cause he'll go like a couple of days. He'll, he'll like binge on running. He'll like go like 10 days hard and then like like three or four days he'll be like yeah i don't i didn't really run at all and i'm like you gotta you gotta get more regular um i don't say that but like because you know his goals are his goals but you know if he wants some help that's probably the first thing that i'll do is like let me see what your running is like um but he like he he doesn't do instagram i don't even know if he's on strava so i'm like how do you even know you ran other than when you run with me so it'll be but it'll be fun we'll spend a lot of time together training for it and uh i'm, I'm thinking it'll be somewhere probably either between you know 310 320 so that's kind of what probably somewhere in that range is what we'll be um scott says how do you deal with missing running when you can't do can't due to an injury or pain that's tough because i went through that a little bit last year i was still able to run a little bit but like my mileage was way down um i tried doing a lot i tried doing other things that i could do that didn't hurt like i did a lot of bicycling yeah maybe not a lot of bicycling i probably should have done more bicycling than i did um but that's one of the things i did and i spent a lot of time working on exercises to make myself stronger to the extent that i could and so like that's kind of where i funneled the energy but mentally i was in a pretty bad place you know i just didn't i felt like uh, maybe i'm just getting old and this is just what it's like now and it's never gonna i'm never gonna do another 15 mile run again so i kind of was like you know, I did that spiral where you're just like, all right, that's it. I'm, it's gone. It's over. You know, so I was I was there and in, in that headspace for a little bit. And it definitely affected me. So, um, you know, but I think that's okay. It's natural to feel like when, you know, you're, something's kind of been taken away to, to feel bad about it. Um, fortunately, things turned around at a relatively quick enough pace where I didn't wallow in that too long. And that's kind of what I would caution people against. If you've got a longer injury where the recovery is taking longer is to like, it's okay to feel like that for a little bit, but then like, you know, you got to pick yourself up and find other ways to funnel the energy into productive things, you know? Mm. All right. Oh, Jeff Bell hates back. He said he's, he's back. The meeting didn't take too long. Oh, that's always nice, isn't it? <laughs> awesome. All right. Josh Greenberg says, Hey, Co I'm a high school sophomore and I'm currently using the endorphin speeds for speed and tempo work. Since the Zoofly costs the same, should I get for the carbon plate or just stick with the speeds? Um, I would, I would probably just stick with the speed. I would um, would rather have you like if you're using that for speed and tempo. I'm assuming you also have another shoe for daily training. I'd rather you kind of like save a little bit more money uh, and then you know not graduate but bump up to the Vaporfly if you're looking for. Um, something that you could do other racing in, or if you want to get in, into something with a carbon fiber plate, uh, there is a difference with the zoom fly, but like, you know, I think that I, I I'm, I'm, I like the, I like the zoom fly flying it. That was my favorite one. Zoom fly three. I liked a lot less. It was good. It wasn't quite a, it got big. It got a little bit heavy. Um, and then the zoom fly four, I don't even know if I'll, I'll try it this year. So like, you know, if you want to get something with carbon, that's one thing for your speed and tempo work. Maybe I'm assuming at a high school level, you're probably doing most of your races on a track and with spikes. 
um, or on a cross country course with spikes. So you don't necessarily need that for your, um, your racing. So like if you want something with a plate to use on for your speed and tempo work, you know, then, you know, the, I'd, I'd rather you get the Vaporfly than the Zoomfly is how I feel about it. I mean, maybe the tempo next is kind of splits the difference a little bit, but um, this, the, the endorphin speed for speed and tempo work is just fine. That's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, all right. Oh, Splack says, hey, co-sign up for the Crater Trail 50K. Coming in from Cedar Rapids. Awesome. Super cool. We'll have to make sure uh, we, we meet up uh, and, and, and say hi. Maybe even if I get lost. If you, see, if, you, if you see me in the woods, give me a holler if I'm lost. <laughs> so you, could, you, you get, you get um, chaperone duties. <laughs> but I look, I look forward to meeting you in person. Awesome. Very cool. Um, super awesome. Yeah, Matt Legrand says, new time. Yeah, we're going to try 1 o'clock. Uh, I think it'll work out better. I know it'll work out better for like uh, when my daughter ends her remote school day. And so, um, yeah, I just think that um, it'll it'll work for, for selfish reasons. It'll work out better. I don't, uh, and I'm testing it out to see if it works out for everyone else uh, as well. And ho hopefully it does. But glad to see you here, Matt. All right. Let's see. Let's get to another one. Let's see now. I was gonna leave that strawberry pineapple one. It's just something to look forward to at the end. Now I'm not sure which ones I'm gonna like or not. Cause I'm all kind of like, oh, there's always two flavors in each one. And I'm not sure, always, one gives me excited and the other one kind of like, well, I don't know. Next one we'll try is one that's right here. Mango coconut. So uh, I love anything with mangoes in it, especially when it's in like uh, for artificially flavored stuff or like fruit flavor like juice flavored or puree flavored things i just bought a whole bunch of new stuff to try out for a whole bunch of happy hours a variety of new recovery drinks uh during workout drinks like sport drinks i got a whole bunch and I mean, there's a lot of mango options this year it seems so i'm super excited about that and then coconut coconut i go back and forth sometimes i really like it a lot of times i'm just like it makes it taste like soap so we'll see this one has 18 grams of carbs five grams of protein uh, 10 milligrams of salt, 3.5 grams of fats. First ingredient is mango, then it's banana, apple, water, and brine rice protein. Coconut cream is how the coconut is in here. And then the last ingredient is camu camu, C-A-M-U, C-A-M-U, C-A-M-U. I don't know what that is. But, all right, let's give it a shot. I feel like I want to smell them all first, just to set my, like, get my taste buds ready for what's coming, but you can't like smell. It's kind of, I mean, you, you can kind of, but it's hard. It's like, yeah. Oh, this tastes like coconut. I'm getting like all coconut, a little bit of mango, but it's like, I'm getting so much coconut from this. Uh, it, but it tastes like real, like tastes like fancy coconut, not like, um, like from like a dropper bottle kind of coconut. So it's good, but this is not my favorite. KCA, I'm with you. He says, I always think that coconut tastes like sunscreen for some reason. Yeah, there's like, because it's used, the smell to me is associated with like sunscreens and stuff. So yeah, I get like soap, sunscreen, other things that you should definitely not eat is where they tend to put coconut. And so like in my mind, that's where like that smell goes. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, not my favorite. Not my favorite. Uh, do I like it more than the blackberry vanilla? Yeah, probably still. Um, Will Gravel says, mango gummies from Trader Joe's are the best. I don't think I've had mango gummies before. Christina said, half of these could be gels, suntan lotions, or hard seltzer. <laughs> That's funny. That totally could be right. That's totally right. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's so funny. All right, here's some information on it. Merciaria dubia, commonly known as camu camu, uh, or a lot of other names, is a species of plant in the family Myrtaceae. I, I don't know if I've said any of those words right, and that doesn't really help me at all. I don't know. But it tastes like coconut. It tastes like nice coconut. So if you like coconut, I would highly recommend that one. Mm. Yeah, CB76 says don't eat sunscreen. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Let's get to another one. Um, all right, we'll do this one next. Sweet potato and goji. So uh, I don't. I gotta tell you, I'm pretty sure I've had something with goji berries in it. I I don't know what they taste like. Um, and I do like sweet potato foods. Um, but that's the superfood that's in this one. The other ones has had that other berry. What? Okay, this one had. This last one had camu camu as the superfood that's in it. The rest of them that I had had the maki berry, the Patagonian berry. This one has the goji berry. It's a Himalayan superfood, one of the most nutritionally dense fruits on earth. Emphasis added. Uh, contains essential amino acids, vitamin C, and trace minerals. Oh, that's cool. But still, only five grams of proteins in this one. But a lot more other vitamins. First ingredient is sweet potato. 20 grams of carbs in this one. It's the sweet, the sweetest. Still no added sugars, though. But yeah, I feel like all of these are mostly banana. A lot of banana in all these, and I'm not a fan of bananas. But I guess if you're eating like a a vegan fruit puree smoothie, you're gonna get a lot of banana. But here it is: sweet potatoes and goji. Sweet potatoes in are are in a lot of the kids' pouches, so that's not a surprise. It just I, I love sweet potatoes, but I'm not super excited about this. I like the texture of this one a little bit better, though. It's a little bit denser. This one's gross. The texture is great, but the taste is terrible. There's cinnamon in it. Cinnamon's the last ingredient, and it just makes it taste super weird. I don't like that one. Oh. It's like, uh, I don't know. Uh, it feels like I've eaten potpourri. I mean, I like, yeah, Sean Marshall wants, is that applesauce? No, these are Noka superfood smoothies. They're vegan, uh, non-GMO, and uh, organic. So they're kind of like applesauces, but yeah, this one, I, yeah. The texture was nice. The texture was the best of all the ones that I've had today. But then like, like it took a second and then the cinnamon hit and the cinnamon is, I don't know, too strong or what? I didn't, I didn't like it. It just didn't balance well. There wasn't something sweet enough to balance the cinnamon on it. So I just didn't like that one. That one, it tastes, I definitely tasted like something I wasn't supposed to eat. Like there's cinnamon. There's like an apple cinnamon one of the apple sauces that my kids have. Um, there's a whole bunch of flavors like apple strawberry, apple banana, apple, apple, apple cinnamon. Um, if like I tasted that in any of theirs, I'd be like, there's something wrong with that one. That's rotten. Uh, it's just a very strong cinnamon. You gotta like cinnamon to enjoy that one. I didn't, I, I didn't like it. <sighs> Stephen Gersdorf says, "Eat one ripe avocado a day to replace one of your three meals. See what happens. You'll feel great." Yeah, I don't. I think that I'll be, I'll, I'll feel hungry. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Justin May says, "A Monday mukbang while I eat pizza." Yeah, I think I, I, I liked a lot of these, but I think I'd rather be eating pizza right now. Um, yeah, I already ate that one. So I only got one left, so we're, get, we're, we're getting close. Um, yeah, Mark says the ones at Target are all Apple, and I always use them for fuel. Yeah, that's the kind that we normally get at home. Um, apple pear is super delicious, and the apple strawberries. Or is it strawberry, banana? There's one that's super good that my kids don't like at all, so like when we get them, I get to eat all those. It's nice. Um... But I was thinking that maybe these are a little bit bigger. Maybe we'll be a little bit more filling, you know. So I thought I might use these for, like, uh, longer running adventures. That's kind of, like, what I'm thinking about. But I think I might just buy a big box of the strawberry pineapple at this rate. Uh, the beet one, blueberry beet, was pretty good, too. Uh, Chris says, um, my left arm is getting workout. <laughs> Walking up to the sliding glass door from the outside balcony, cries. I reach over, open door. He stares at me, turns around, and walks off repeat. It's a dominance issue, Chris. The cat is telling you that he owns you. <laughs> oh. Scott wants to know if they make a chocolate chip cookie dough flavor. No, oh, no, unfortunately, they do not have that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mika Kataya says, evening from Finland. 
Loving the new time as it's 9.30 p.m. here rather than midnight. Awesome. Well, I'm glad it works out. Uh, welcome. I'm glad to have you here. Inna says, hi, Kafuzi and everybody. Just back from outdoor Tabata in the rain. Glad I had my waterproof shorts. Did a 5K with Pip earlier. Wow, that's quite a day. Awesome. You must be, you must be tired. You do so much work. It's awesome. Um, all right. <laughs> Recycle on Wednesday said, I used to eat an avocado as one of my seven to nine meals per day. It tasted good. I am trying to get more avocados in the diet. My wife constantly buys them and then they kind of like, you know, they go so fast from like, these are rock hard, I can't eat them, to like, ugh, they're, you can like poke a hole through it from the outside, it's gross. Um, so I'm trying to get better at just kind of like paying more attention to the avocado and eating it when it's ready and just having more of them in the house um, because I do enjoy them. And I do think that it would benefit me to have them more in the diet, but I just haven't, haven't had that many lately i gotta work on that though for sure mm. yeah um <laughs> mark says avocados are extra at chipotle yeah it's a bummer but uh, what is it qdoba they're not i think so you can always do that um john james says code do you ever want do you want to ever qualify for boston i mean i did um and i had a spot for 2020 um but then you know 2020 happened and then um i didn't apply for it this year because i'm gonna be running chicago which is the day before so i mean at some point i'm thinking i'd like to make sure i qualify for boston again um in time to apply for 2022 so hopefully 2022 will be my year that i get to run boston but uh, unfortunately, we'll have to wait a little bit longer for that. And then uh, Maddie says, once avocados reach ri ripeness, throw them in the fridge. They'll stay at that stage for longer. Oh, that makes sense. I don't know why I never thought of that. Hmm. Martha says, they have the same problem with avocados ripening fast. High at high elevation, all fruits go seemingly overnight from hard to very ripe. Is that true? I've never heard of that before. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Brett says, put them in a brown paper bag as well. It helps prolong their life. I thought that did the opposite. I thought that made them ripen faster because they're like emitting something, gases of some sort. And if you put them in a bag, it makes them ripen really, really fast, I thought. Hmm. Uh, all right. Well, let's get to uh, the last one. This one is cherry and acai. I think I said it right. And that's the super food that's in this one. It says meet the acai berry. Here we go. It's Brazilian, low glycemic, and contains antioxidants and essential fats. So, yeah, this one has 20 grams of carbs. So I guess most of them had closer to 18 to 20. Um, five grams of protein and only five milligrams of salt. No added sugars, but there's plenty of other sugars in here. First ingredients, berry, apple, and then cherry, then acai. All right, nothing else to surprise me. Nothing like cinnamon in it for the last one. So let's see how this one goes. I'm saying it right, right? Acai? Acai? Am I saying it wrong? I don't know. This one's good. Mm, I love cherries. I love cherry-flavored things. I love real cherries. I love dried cherries. Dried cherries? Really good dried cherries are one of my favorite things to eat. I gotta say, dried pineapple is also very good, but um, this is good. Cherry assay, this is my second favorite. I'm gonna eat this whole thing. Mm. Tasty, tasty. Um, got a nice texture to it. it. There is a strong banana flavor to it. So, I mean, you gotta like bananas if you're gonna eat these things, but mm. these are good. These are real good. Martha says, for years I pronounced it acai berries until I heard it pronounced with a soft C. Yeah, I could I could see that happening. I, I could easily pronounce it that way. I think it took me a while to figure it out as well. Um, and Mark says, acai is the new avocado these days. Is it? Hmm. This one's good. Will says, dried cherries with dark chocolate and almonds. That sounds good. That kind of sounds like my when I'm... I, for when I have granola, I usually have 
plain yogurt, granola, preferably my wife's because it's really nice and just like basically candied oats. And then um, I usually do like a nut and dried fruit mix that I put on top. Sometimes I'll add chocolate to it. I usually forget to add chocolate to it. Um, but I like pre-mix the nuts and dried fruit. So I always have dried cherries in there. I just love dried cherries. I love cherries. Hmm. Well, Eduardo Tejera says, Brazilian hair, awesome, welcome. And Stephen Gerzor says, since when did tomatoes, eggplant, and cucumbers become bad for you? Are they bad for you? I wouldn't think that they're bad for you. That one was good. That one was real good. Um, you know what's funny? When the baby eats a food pouch, what she'll do is she'll start rolling up the pouch. And then when she gets to the end, um, she'll set it against the table and then crouch down and then squish her hand against the pouch and the table to get the last a little drips out of it. It's, it's really funny to um, to see. But that one's good. That one's good. My two favorites are strawberry pineapple and uh, cherry acai. These are good. The rest of them I could take or leave it. Um, but I think that if you like blueberry, the blueberry beet, highly recommend. Mango coconut's pretty good too, especially if you like, if you like drinking the coconut water, I think you'd like that mango coconut. Um, blackberry vanilla, I don't know. I suppose if you like blackberries and or vanilla, you'd like it. And this seed potato goji, I'm not sure who's going to like this one. I, I, that one just tasted weird to me. The flavors just were like, let's throw some more stuff in there. How about some cinnamon? You know, they were like, can we please just add some regular sugar to this? And they were like, no, we don't add any sugars to anything. They're like, fine, I'll put cinnamon. I don't know. It was just a weird flavor. But the other ones are real good. Um, all right. Um, oh, Martha says, are all those nightshades in medieval times, they were considered toxic. Um, I'm trying to think which ones of the, oh, of the other foods, like the tomatoes, cucumbers and stuff. I think tomato is a nightshade, isn't it? One of the guys I used to work with, he was allergic to nightshades. Um, so he couldn't eat like tomatoes. I don't know if cucumbers are. Hmm. I don't remember. Hmm. Let's see, the boogeyman says, is using gels not considered cheating? I don't think it's considered, I don't think anyone considers it cheating. Um, I mean, I'm supposed that some, there are some people that probably consider it cheating, but, um, and they're, they're not in any way even close to being banned by the rules, unless there's something inside the gel that is banned by the rules. Mm. And Steven Gershaw said, yes, they are bad because of inflammation. Any plants of the nightshade family will cause inflammation. One of my, <laughs> I love tomatoes. I grew up in, well, I grew up in New Jersey and you just, you get to eat a lot of really delicious tomatoes in New Jersey, really great tomatoes locally. Uh, and I still love tomatoes and I love cucumbers. Um, one of my favorite lunches to eat right now, in fact, is a tomato sandwich with cucumbers, sliced cucumbers on the side. And then a lot of ranch dressing. I think, I think it's like my East Coast meets the Midwest. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But um, I, didn't, I didn't realize that they're all nightshades and that they cause inflammation that I wasn't aware of. I know, uh, in, according to the movie, what was the movie? Zootopia? It can turn, uh, it can, what is it? What was it when the predator animals went wild again? It could do that for nightshades, I guess. Anyone, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> uh, Sufi Soma says Hi Kofuzi What's going on Sufi um, Yeah Chris Tuck says I've been eating so many cherry tomatoes lately Damn the inflammation Yeah I, I've never really put that together I'll have to pay more attention to that I was going to go buy a whole bunch of tomatoes Today we're out We haven't had tomatoes in the house for a while We always have tomatoes in the house I love tomatoes Um Yeah, and Martha's, you can't have too many proper pizzas without tomatoes. Yeah, that, that'd be t tough to give up. Yeah, Sarah Bell says, I'm eating tomatoes for lunch in New Jersey Stable. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. 
Christelle says, skip the ranch dressing on the cucumber and tomato sandwich. Add a drop of olive oil and a pinch of salt and pepper. Summer perfection. Well, I don't, the ranch dressing is for dipping the cucumbers. And that's my, like my side that goes with it. The tomatoes, tomatoes I usually use uh, mayonnaise, mustard, and a lot of salt and cheese. So it's not the healthiest sandwich. But it's a delicious sandwich. And then if you, I toast the bread, so you get a lot of different textures, some crunchiness in there. You know, I, I, I'm a texture eater, I guess. But I, yeah, I really, I do enjoy that. I've never put olive oil on the sandwich. I don't know if people do that. But then it's kind of like, then you're eating kind of like, um, uh, what is it? The Italian salad, uh, tomatoes, and um, it's like a caprese at that point, right? You put some balsamic on there. I guess, I guess this isn't a bad idea. It sounds like a pretty good sandwich. And then Steven Bergeron says, no bacon on that sandwich? No, no, I haven't had bacon in a long time. So no no, um, no bacon. But that would make for a delicious sandwich, too. That would be a really nice addition. Um, Jeff Light says, I'm in the South, and tomato sandwiches have mayo and then an absolute ton of pepper. See, I could go with that, too. Yeah, but I like salt. I feel like the salt really brings out, like, I mean, tomatoes, you know, if, you're no, if you don't have a great one, like, tomatoes rescue the salt rescues a lot of the tomatoes so um in terms of the flavor so i really like to have the salt to make it that tomato flavor pop mm. all right tiba bringing us back on on track not that we're that there is a track but got a running question it says hey co need some help finding a marathon plan for, mar for my first marathon in december heart rate training has been doing wonders for me and maybe trying to find something less complicated um, yeah, I would say look, I mean, I would do a lot of looking, right? And so there's a lot of plans that are generally available for free, um, on the internet. Hal Higdon is one that I, I kind of have people look at first. Um, his plans are generally not that complicated and he has different ones that are set up for like novice, beginner and intermediate, like wait, novice, intermediate and advanced. Um, so that's a place that you could always start. And then from there you can start thinking about like, you know, if you do want to make it more complicated, you know, you can buy different, you know, there's Fitzinger's Marathon, Advanced Marathoning, there's Jack Daniels Running. Uh, I'm kind of really liking Jack Daniels Running the more I kind of look at it. I don't, I don't follow it to like the T, um, but I do, I do kind of like the way, I, I do still like, maybe it's old fashioned, but I still, still, I do still like periodization to an extent. So, yeah. So, um, so that's another place that you can start you know, looking at too. Um, Jack Daniels is a little bit, gets a little bit more complicated and, and kind of particular. Um, but Hal Higdon's plans generally are pretty straightforward. And so that, that might be a good place to look for if you're looking for something that's not that complicated. Um, what was another one? All right. Ev Sakai says, quick question. If you're training at MAP, does your body adjust to higher heart rate during races? I was starting MAP, but a little confused between race heart rate and training heart rate. Yeah, I mean that's a it's a great question because I just don't think that um, Maffetone's book covers it that well. Um, it, it, I, there's just so much to be desired in terms of that book. I feel like it, it's like half a book um, as far as like it, and it's it says it's not really a training manual, but that's why people are buying it. So I mean, it's kind of like uh oh, here we go. I lost. I went a little bit long and I lost the webcam. So here we go. We're on, on the on the laptop webcam now. So, um, yeah. And so the idea is that, yeah, it should be able to adjust to it. Your heart rate will be able to tolerate it for a longer time, uh, being at the, the higher heart rate. But Maffetone also discusses that, like, there is race-specific training that um, he says that a lot of his athletes do. He doesn't really specify what or how. But he kind of leaves it vaguely as like a lot of my athletes like to race frequently. And that gives them kind of all like the kind of race specific training that they need. Um, which I feel like, again, is like uh, a little bit unsatisfyingly vague. Um, but he's like some of some people race once a week, you know, shorter distance races uh, and use them as workouts. And so I think that that's kind of one that's the way that like Phil Maffetone kind of lays that out. The way that I apply it to me is that, you know, I like to use Maffetone for whenever I don't have a race in mind. When I don't need to do any race-specific training, everything's kind of just like at, you know, easy. Um, but when you do have a race in mind, I feel like, you know, you kind of have to like 
do a little bit of training that's specific to the race. So if you're training for a 5K, you gotta do some 5K specific training. Training for a 50K, like I will be, I gotta do at least some 50K and hill and trail specific training to that too. So that's kind of how I would approach it. So it's, yeah, it's confusing because the book leaves it as confusing. Like, so part of me thinks that like, you know, if Maffetone left it as like, you know, for most people, this will be a really great way to reset uh, and recalibrate yourself and build good foundations. Some people will only use this for the rest of their running lives, but a lot of people will then go on to something else. Like, I, I don't think there'll be anything wrong with that. I think that it might even be better if he had kind of written it that way. He didn't um, very specifically. He could have, but he specifically didn't. And so that's where I feel like it gets a little uh frustrating when you're trying to be like look you gotta you gotta lay it out a little bit better a little bit more specifically for people um but i, I feel like that's a frustrating part of it so it's a, it's a good question i wish i had a better answer for you but um yeah so the answer is yes but you can also still i think train for it while still be technically math although again at the end of the day i'm like if you're not dogmatically you know adherent is that bad i don't know i don't think it have to be but um but i think for the beginning part when you're onboarding this process then you know try to stay within the math number or lower that, that's my take on it all right um i think that's a good place to end it since i already lost the main camera anyway uh thanks everybody for accommodating me and making the time change um tomorrow we'll have another video it'll be on well we'll see I'm not sure. I haven't filmed like the part of the video that I really wanted to have for tomorrow's video yet. So we'll see if we'll get it done tomorrow or not. But hopefully there'll be a video in the morning either way. Then we'll do another live stream tomorrow. Same time as today. We'll do 1 p.m. again, central time, uh, a little bit earlier than the normal time. We'll do Trivia Tuesday. I'm thinking we might do, I think we should play the Strava game. You know, who's that runner? I think maybe we'll play that. We haven't played that in a little bit. Um, I'll get some Strava posts delete the names from it and you guys can try to figure out who that who it is see if you can place it based on either the pace or the number or the place of where it is so we'll do that tomorrow at 1 p.m central time all right and hopefully i'll see you guys there and in the meantime be safe out there everybody thanks <laughs>